listeners, and a very special greeting for any of our listeners in the New York metropolitan area. If the government's to be believed, as this broadcast hits your ears, you'll be able to see a new star shooting across the sky. A star of fiery red. This, dear listeners, is the latest in the spread of communism, as the Russians have taken to the stars. Or rather, the czars. But not that, because they oppose all forms of imperialism. Good pun, though. This, dear friends, is the terror known as Sputnik. Unlike the slanted hallway, this terror won't go away after the star-spangled banner is played and the broadcast concluded. Oh, Mr. Narrator, all this talk of the real world is stressing me out. Go eat a cake about it. What a good idea. We all know how much sweets can help lift a sour mood, but nothing puts me in a worse mood than stepping on the scale to find I've gained another 80 pounds. I'm sure some of our listeners have stepped on that scale just to have it shatter unexpectedly beneath their feet. We try eating less or working out or donating blood, but nothing seems to work. That's why whenever I need to shed some winter weight, I look to Parasite Diet Pills. That's right, the company that brought us tapeworm supplements at the turn of the century is back with the latest and greatest in diet technology. These new prescription-free amphetamine pills are guaranteed to have you dropping pounds. Keep your belt tight with Parasite. Be careful, listeners, you may be measuring in pounds today, but with that little red rocket floating through the sky, who knows how long before we're measuring in kilograms. The slanted hallway has a way of allowing us to look deep into our future. Today's story is a fearful forecast for the far-off year of 2004. The Soviets have launched more than a satellite. They've set up a whole new commune on Mars, the Red Planet. Though I suppose we should be calling it the Red's Planet. We follow the first Americans to ever attempt contact beyond the iron sky. We join our crew moments before touchdown. But what Captain Clark Chesterfield and his crew will find on landing is that they really bought a one-way ticket directly into the slanted hallway. And the hallway always slants toward disaster. Captain's Log, November 7th, 2004. I and the crew of the USS Freedom's The Only Way have spent the last seven months cramped like sardines in an old tin can, hurtling through space like an old man wandering through a deli. That is to say, mostly aimlessly. We've spent up much of our crude oil reserves just trying to get to Mars. If we are successful, we will be the first envoy to make contact with the Soviets since they abandoned Earth in 1960. What kind of new technologies have the Reds developed in isolation? Like an old babushka robot! As we move deeper into the cold atmosphere of the Red Planet, Failure seems more and more probable, but just like when I pulled off the game-winning touchdown against Winnipesaukee High, you can't count yourself out so long as the coach believes in you, and the coach is God. All right, boys, roll up the windows and strike up a cigarette for the last time, and ready yourselves for impact. Lieutenant Sparky, how long until impact? Fifteen seconds, sir. Officer Grozny, fuel reserves. It is nothing left yet. Drats! It'll be a hard landing then. Everyone abandon your seatbelts and throw your neck on the ground. 
Just like we learned in space school. Six seconds. We're coming in fast. This could be our final mission. I'll be damned if I die in the rocket crash on Bolshevik planet. That's the same red-blooded American can-do-itiveness that got you on this ship. Two seconds. It's been an honor to serve with you boys. One second. Five seconds, I'm pretty sure. Damn it, Sparky! Where'd you learn to count? Uh, Numberville? Captain's Log, November 7th, 2004, 6 p.m. Earth time, Mars time, more on that later. We made a hard landing on the Soviet surface. Already I'm losing faith in our diplomatic mission. I don't know if we can communicate with people like this. The damn fools, they put an elementary school in the middle of the landing zone. The ship is in rough state, but repairable. The ambassador died of unrelated causes three days before we left Earth, and much of the crew perished on impact. Our mission now rests on the fine leadership of the bridge crew. Myself, American hero, Captain Clark Chesterfield, Officer Grozny, our translator, Lieutenant Sparky, our navigator, and of course, Smens, our onboard robot companion and calculator machine. A fine crew with a noble mission that we will finish to completion. Sparky, Grozny, how are you doing? I'm all right, Captain. A little banged up, but okay. All right. I've got what feels like a minor concussion, but I'll sleep that off later. Smens, report. Seven times seven is forty-nine! My thoughts exactly, Smens. Grozny, step out and start up a cigarette. See if the air's breathable. Never forget what you learned in space school. If, if a, a cigarette burns, burns it's air, air you, you can, can breathe. breathe. Six minus one is five! Not now, Smens, but damned if you're not a fine piece of American ingenuity. Sparky, check what we have left for supplies. Alrighty on it, Captain. On board, we only have 50 gallons of crude, about 40 feet's worth. Smens has another 800 gallons. As for food, we have eight bottles of tang, no water, and a heel of white bread. Is that all? Well, there is the full Thanksgiving dinner, but we can't touch that for two more weeks. If you weren't so right, you'd be wrong. Smens, calculate how long that gives us. Beep boop beep! Four plus eight is twelve! My god, that's not even thirteen. We haven't got much time. Cigarette burn, Captain. Breathable? And smooth, Captain. All right, then. We've got no option. Let's go open diplomatic relations with these subhuman red devils. Captain, final observation suggests that their capital, Mars Cow, is over five football fields in length. There's no way we could cover it all if we went as one unit. Fine measurement. But you're right. That's nearly 30 chains of distance we'd have to cover. 7.5 chains per person, Captain! Fine work, Smens. Here's a medal for your bravery. He's right, though. We'll have to split up into groups if we're to cover that whole area. Sparky, how many survived the crash? 
According to the onboard deathometer, it was a rough hit. I want numbers, Sparky! Four! Seven! Nine! Sixteen! Another fine job, Smins. Sparky, give him your medal. My, my purple heart? Yes, sir. You could learn a thing or two from Smens here. He is right, Captain. All but the bridge crew died or abandoned the ship. It's just you, me, Smens, and Grozny. All right, then. It's not the size of the crew that matters. It's just the amount of grade-A American know-how you've got. And we've got it in spades. A and clubs, and diamonds, and even hearts. We're playing with a full deck. Now, all hands on deck for adventure. Here's the plan, men. Smens, Sparky, you're with me. Grozny, you're out on your own. Grozny, you go out and try and open up some kind of dialogue with the proletariat. Uh, we're off to party with the bigwigs at the embassy. All right, now, everybody in. Go, go team! Well, dear listeners, our intrepid adventurers have found themselves marooned on the Red Planet. A shame. Had they paid a little more attention to the corridors of space, they'd have noticed how poorly the doors were hung, or how the windows don't open very easily, as if the whole thing was slanted. And corridor is just a cinnamon... Cinnam synonym for hallway. The slanted hallway. They sure do have some good food, though. Who doesn't love Thanksgiving dinner? The holidays provide many good meals. Unfortunately, too many of them stay far longer than you'd like in the form of unsightly fat. Thankfully, our friends at Parasite Diet Pills have a new concoction that's sure to make the sloppy seconds of all the leftover calories just hanging around. The new non-habit-forming Parasite brand amphetamine diet pills is the quickest and easiest way to keep your figure through the holiday season. Keep your belt tight with Parasite. A special thank you to this evening's sponsor. Now let us return our gaze to the stars and the red planet. The mission so far has been less than a success. Our heroes, though brave, have found themselves trapped, if you will. Lost if you won't. The slanted hallway has already sunk its jagged teeth into the neck of our adventurers. I don't know anything about space. I never cared to learn. But it's big and it's empty and there's a lot of it. And that's spooky. Now our crew will find out just how spooky it can get. Captain's Log, November 8th, 2004. We spent the first day exploring the area around the ship and making repairs. The ship itself seems to be in working order, a little rough around the edges, but she'll do. At worst, we'll get made fun of when we pull up next to a cool spaceship. At best, we'll get a pretty neat story out of it. We've yet to make contact with the Reds. There doesn't seem to be a great deal of life on this planet at all. The majority of the land we've surveyed is barren fields, with the exception of the schoolhouse and a few rough-looking apartment buildings, it seems that this society has totally collapsed. Our mission may have been a failure before we even took off. And now we need to find out what happened, and more importantly, a way off this desolate rock. I drank all the tang. Don't tell the crew. Where's all the tang? No idea, Sparky. And I don't like your accusatory tone. Let's stay focused on the mission. 
Were you able to make contact with anyone? No, sir. But Smen's detected some form of life out there. A negative times a negative equals a positive! Are you sure? Negative times a negative! Good work, Smens. Now we just need to hope that Grozny comes back with something, or we may be left here to starve. Don't you think we should head out there at one more time, Captain? Not even a hot dog stand. I was really banking on there being a ton of food here. Uh, well, I, I'm sure there's at least one old storehouse. Breadbasket of the solar system, eh? Well, where's your bread now, you filthy commies? One more trip to the surface could really help us, sir. No, we can't just stay here. We've got to make another trip out there. If not to find life, at least so we can have a better chance at survival. Men, gear up! We're going out one last time to make contact with something. All right, everybody. Jose Marti Elementary. That's where we parked. No one forget that, or everyone remember it. Whichever's easier. Will do, Captain. Memory bank full! Good work, Smens. What would we do without you? Now, as we head down this main boulevard, keep your eyes peeled for any kind of life. And remember, these Reds do everything the opposite of us. So, the cars will be driving on the ceiling. Uh, on the right. And the ceilings will be on the floor, and bushes are called shrubs. So be on the lookout for that. Captain's Log, we've been walking up and down this street for over an hour, and there's still no sign of life. The street lights are starting to come on, so I guess it's time we get headed back to the ship. C Captain, we can stay out as long as we need to. Sparky, cram it. I'm doing the captain's log. Captain's log. Insubordination is spreading among the crew. One member in particular is heading for a court-martial if he doesn't learn to not interrupt the captain's log. And I've heard no one likes him on the ship, and he sleeps with his socks on. I'm sorry, sir, but look what we've found besides these shrubs. You mean bushes. America. Yes, Captain. My God. Captain's log continued. We made first contact with the Soviets. The harsh Martian atmosphere has shrunk them to the size of lawn gnomes. Uh, th they are lawn gnomes, sir. Here, look. Sparky! You've killed him! N no, look, Captain. It's completely hollow. Then it is true. The communists really are soulless and gutless to boot. I suppose you think brainless, too, sir. Leave the jokes to smens, Sparky. Eight plus eight is eight! Never change, Smens. Never change. They broke the mold when they cast you in that factory. Do you even know what Smens stands for? Of course I do. Synthetic man. Etc. NS. And that's enough questions from you. Now riddle me this. If that's not a real Russian, then we've got all these buildings and no one in them. Where did everybody go? A fine question, Captain. I thought so. Give me your medal. Yes, sir. Alrighty then. Now I'm lieutenant and captain. And as captain lieutenant, I say we head back to the ship. Hopefully Grozny comes back with something.
Translator's log. Despite detection of life by Sven's computer, I find no one. The rest of crew go down main boulevard and back 20 times they find nothing. I travel far beyond covering much of city and surrounding farms. Still nothing. Building's very bad. Abandoned at least seven years. Farms follow ground, pleasant red color. Overall six out of ten. I prefer it to native bond. Main office contained five up to ten years ago. Government a very hard time making planet habitable. Only 50 remain at that time. Something happened. Plans detail exit trip to moon of Mars. Not enough craft for all inhabitants. Yeah, there must be some left, but I know not where. Good news, Captain. You've found the Reds? Only two, sir. Maybe only two. Are you trying to turn this into some kind of guessing game? No, no, no. I find only two. Maybe only two. What did Sparky just say? It's no game. I find only two left. Oh, you mean the only two. Doc. Work on your determiners, Grozny. Now, were you able to make contact or just get eyes on them? I make contact. Out with it. What did they say? Proszę przestań mówić po polsku. Jesteśmy Rosjanami. In English. We are only two survivors. Have you come to save us? My God. The whole planet is empty. Yeah, that's how it seems. Well, where are they? I'm bringing them back to ship. Remain, they will, in airlock. Bring them up. We'll work it out from there. Sparky, Smens, with me to the bridge. Okay, Sparky, go sit over there and look like you're working. Smens, do some math. I'll sit in this big chair. And somebody put a cover over that couch. Okay, uh, bring them up. Aye, aye, Captain. That's Lieutenant Captain to you. Here they are. Last of Red Planet. Do they speak any English? Let's assume not. Grozny, make yourself useful. Ask them what their names are. Tak me Polski. I speak English. Uh, they say they are a speaking of English. Thanks, Grozny. Why don't you butter up a heel of white bread, uh, which we have a lot of? and give it to our starving foreigners. Thank you, sir. I and my grandson are the only people left on this planet. Well, what happened here? Sparky, don't talk out of turn. Remember the chain of command. Now ask them what happened here. What happened here? Well done, former lieutenant. As you may have imagined, this whole communism thing uh, blew up in our face. Just as I suspected. Why don't you give us the details, though? This very long and sad Russian story begins in the year 1970. I am an engineer working in Earth Minsk. When called upon to move to Mars Minsk, then the trouble began. I knew it. I land here, and it is thriving workers' dream. But like all Russian dreams, you must wake up. Just as I imagined. Please, go on. I meet with family... My grandson is the last one born on this planet. Please, boy, remain silent while I tell the story of all your friends dying. Anyway, we have over 300 families all living here, but only enough food for 25 families. That's not enough food! He's never wrong. And he isn't. If only we had genius robot like Smens, all of this could have been avoided. But you didn't. And you screwed up. Check and mate, Ruski. But the story now has happy ending. 
as you brave Americans have come to save us. Right. Why don't you go out and wait in the lobby while we work that out? Of course, hero captain. Where is the lobby? Lobby in America means uh, just outside the ship. Thank you most graciously. My grandson may now finally get a chance to live free in beautiful America. Tafa buwa staje się coraz bardziej zawiła. You can. Jestem granym przez dorosłego mężczyznę. Keep on going, kid, all the way out. We can't take on these reds. We barely got enough for ourselves. It doesn't matter either way, Captain. How do you mean? We haven't got enough fuel to get home. Even if we took all of Smen's crude, we'd be trapped. Maybe we could make it to a moon, but after that, we'd just be stuck somewhere in space. Where in the world are we going to get some of that sweet, sweet crude? Oil, that is. Black gold? Texas tea? The Beverly Hillbillies. Never mind that. Grozny, did they mention anything about oil? No, of course not. You're here. You heard everything. Oh. I thought you were writing that down. I didn't listen to a word they said. Do you think they might know? Regardless, there are only hope. Grozny, get him back in here. Jestem bardzo niepewny mojego akcentu. All right, folks. Uh, here's the situation. We were expecting to refuel on the planet, and if you come along, we won't have enough to get back. We have plenty if you're not here, of course. This is a very successful and well-planned mission. The only place with oil is the refueling station on the moon. Why on Earth? Uh, on Mars, Captain Lieutenant. Why on Mars would you put the refueling stations on the moon? It is something to do with gravity and it being easier to launch from the moon. Shouldn't you know this? W weren't you an engineer? No, audio engineer. I do mostly Russian covers of pop music. Some of it very good. Would you like to hear my grandson perform for you? No, 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 God, no. Or rather, I mean, of course not. Listen, why don't you and the boy just go back to the lobby and we're going to work out a plan? You mean you came with no plan for something like this? Of course we did. But now we have to do a bunch of secret military stuff. Oh, of course. Let's go, boy. All right, men. Here's the plan. We leave the Russians behind and blast off to the moon they were talking about. We don't know which moon, Captain Lieutenant. Further, sir, we don't have enough crew to make it to any moon. And they've still got that heel of white bread. No, Sparky, that plan's no good. If you keep coming up with outlandish ideas like that, I'll put you on notice. Oh, he's really chowing down. Already halfway through. Who knows how long before we're out of food. Have you been watching him? No, no, we need something concrete, something real. If these are the only people left, it won't matter. None of us are familiar with the technology. There will be no one up there to help us. There's always an attendant, no matter how rural the station. Sir, we cannot leave them here. We need all the help we can get if we're going to make it home. Uh, couldn't we just leave them on that moon? We could, yes, but that's against space law. Space law, schmace law. And a side order of coleslaw. 
and a biscuit and some gravy and a whole bunch of fried chicken. We need to take them with us if we're going to get that bread back. As a bonus, they'll know how to operate the pump. Another great plan by great and heroic captain me, Clark Chesterfield, American, hero, captain, lieutenant, space. There's one issue, sir. Uh, what's that? The crude reserve, sir. There's almost nothing left. Well, there is some. How do you mean, Grozny? There is a great deal of crude on this ship. Just not in the reserve tank. <gasps> you don't mean... Not Smens, Grozny. I'm afraid without it. He's right, Captain. It's the only way. There's no other way? This, this is a life we're talking about. No, sir. I fear not. We can't stay here. There must be sacrifices in the line of duty, sir. Can such sacrifice be justified? It's for the good of the mission, sir. The good of the mission. For, for the, the good, good of the, the mission. mission. Smens? Report. Six plus five is eleven! I'm gonna need you to make the ultimate sacrifice if we're gonna survive, Smens. Thirty-six! I'm gonna need you to... Dump your crude. Dump my crude! Every last drop, good buddy. Every last drop. It's what must be done. Dumping crude! Powering down! Some data may be lost! Here, friend. One last promotion. Your lieutenant smends now. Sir? Show some respect for your fallen comrade, Sparky! That's the finest calculator machine the good people of West Virginia could weld together! If there's a robot heaven, he's there now. Th there isn't, sir. With a heart as cold as yours, you better hope there is. Well, dear listeners, the slanted hallway has shown our adventurers every trick up its sleeve, marooned and starving on a far-off planet thousands of miles from home. And now, a fallen comrade. They'd better start on their way home soon, or the slanted hallway might claim another victim. Or two. Or three. But due to FCC regulations, both you and I know no more than that. Losing a friend is terrible, but losing a pound isn't. Sometimes it can be hard to get good exercise or stop eating when something tastes really good. The average American can get up to eight hours of sleep a night, and according to our sponsored medical survey, that can be dangerous to your health. Not only do the new and improved Parasite Brand Amphetamine Diet Pills help you keep off excess pounds, they'll keep you from getting too much sleep. A double win for all those sleep eaters out there. They're non-habit-forming and taste great. You'll be so happy with the results, you may find yourself craving them in every waking minute. I know I do. So when you're thinking about heading to the velodrome, head to the drugstore instead. Keep your belt tight with Parasite. Eight hours of sleep, eh? Plenty of time for a nightmare to crawl in. The fine thing about nightmares is they leave you once a tingle runs down your spine and all over your sheets. 
but there's no waking from the nightmare of life that is the slanted hallway. Nice. Stuck the landing. Oh, let's hope the space guys can stick the landing, too. That, that's a thing, right? Got it again. Captain's log. It's been over an hour since Smens boldly sacrificed himself. I was able to keep it together pretty good. Though my heart was weighed down by the grief I felt, my bold American spirit kept my eyes nice and dry. Bone dry. Grozny wept like a little girl, and Sparky, he didn't feel a thing, the heartless, ungrateful monster. When this log is reviewed, I'm sure a court-martial will begin... I'd like to put it on the record that I would make an excellent judge, because at this point I really don't care how his life turns out. I'd also like it on the record that he insisted on bringing a full set of pajamas on the mission. Footy! A real Nancy, that guy. A little bears all over him. C Captain, I, I wish you would do that in some other room. Sparky, keep your mouth shut. I'm trying to do the Captain's Log. Captain's Log continued... Anyway, we picked up these old raggedy Russians. They're annoying. I think after they've made themselves useful, I have a plan to get rid of them, though. Uh, what was that, Captain? Never mind. Captain's log complete. For now. Grozny, it's been ages. What's the status on the launch? Ready when you are, Captain. All right, men. To your stations. Now, Ruskies, why don't you take a look at some genuine, bona fide... Electrified American Ingenuity. Sparky Fuel Report. With the added crude, we should be able to reach the refueling station. Grozny, final systems check. There are three. Perfect. All right, men. We launch on my order. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three, two, one. Engage thrusters! Engaged! Chocks away. Awayed. Propeller start! Started! And here we go! Shouldn't there be some kind of sound, like a, a whooshing or a movement or something? I, I remember the last launch being a lot more dramatic. There seems to be some kind of issue with the power, Captain. My screen has gone out. Something doesn't add up here. If only we had Smens. Grozny, report! Uh, we seem to have lost all power. Something must have burned through batteries while we were landed. Could a microwave do that? Yes, sir, why? No reason. How do we get the things back up? We just need to throw it in second and push start it. Right, of course. Sparky, go push this thing. But, Captain, I need to man these knobs. Uh, Grozny, you can... Oh, I, I need to be translating and other stuff, you know, like doing. Damn. Well, then, it's it's down to one of the Russians. Old man? Uh, my arthritis, Captain. It, it disaffiliates me from performing such a task. What? Captain, he used to be saying he was of creaking bone. All right, then. Send the boy. He looks tough. We cannot leave the last of my family. Uh, we'll come back for him, probably... Get him out there. One last thing, Captain. What is it now? About the damage we did to the school. Can we really just leave it like this? Why, so they can keep learning to share? 
That really worked out nice. I don't follow, Captain. Yeah, but Smens would. We shared a sense of humor, he and I. Just staple an IOU on the boy on his way out. Let's get this baby going. How do you expect to convince the boy? Even if we force him out, he may object to working. I don't know. What are kids like? Sandwiches? Hey, kid, you want to earn a sandwich? He says he cannot be eating of the sand. Oh, there's no sand at all, my boy. This isn't one of your standard Soviet subs. Why, this very sandwich, it'll have everything. Ham, turkey, roasted bologna, pepper jack, cheese, pickled pepperoncini. Hey, why, even some deep-fried mayo. The whole thing served between two steaming hamburgers. Because you can have it that way, my boy. That's right. Head on out there. Once you're back, it'll all be yours. Why, boy, once you're in America, you can have a sandwich any way you want. You can even open up your own sandwich shop and give sandwiches to the world. Live a real, genuine, American dream-style life. Oh, right, we're tricking him. Anyway, uh, Sparky, uh, are we moving yet? No, sir. Why the hell not? What's he doing out there? It's been all of 20 seconds. Captain! To look out of window! He's in the way of the engine. You surely bet it. Full thrusters ahead! God. I'm a hero. But at what cost? I won't be proud of the medal they give me for this. No, I I won't even wear it. But how about that boy? I, I'll make it a necklace for my wife. N- no, I'll put it on the dog's collar. I'll name the dog after him. I'll call him... Boy. Good boy. Another outstanding move, Captain. Enough talk, Sparky. Twist some knobs and scan something. We've got a long trip ahead of us, or a short one. They haven't perfected distance in space yet. We are here, Captain. As I predicted. Now, how do we land this baby? And contact light. Thrusters, disengage. Captain, relax. It's just a little turbulence. Captain's log. We've escaped Mars and have found ourselves on a moon of the planet where it's hoped we might find some of the precious oil that will bring us home. The land is bland and desolate. There doesn't seem to be any sign of life, and I wonder if we'll be able to operate whatever machinery the Reds have developed to pump their crude. It's just a gas station, Captain. Ahem! Captain's log! As in the captain! And his log! The singular captain's log! That is absolutely vital to the survival of this mission, unlike a certain former lieutenant and science officer, one with exceptionally feminine hips, and not to mention... Frankly, Captain, I've had enough of this abuse. Yeah, well, unless you like a different kind of abuse, get used to it. 
and get in line and get outside and start pumping gas and... The point has been made, Captain. Sorry. I flew off the handle. Anyway, uh, Captain's concluded, for now. Sparky, get out there and do that stuff I said. Yes, Captain. See if the store's open. Grab us a couple bottles of Tang. Captain, the store appears to be abandoned. What? Let me take a look. Now look here, the sign says open. But the lights are off, and there's no one inside. But the sign says open. If it was abandoned, like Mars was, perhaps, Captain, if you don't mind me saying so, uh, they wouldn't bother to flip a simple sign. What, are you simple? Don't be thick in front of me, Sparky. It says open, it's open. Now go give those doors a tug. Captain, it's improbable. Never tell me the odds. Further, it says push. Stay out of this, Grozny. Sparky, I order you to jiggle that handle. Captain, we can do it ourselves. That's Capitain to you. Now listen, you're a science officer, and that means you went through four years of knob-turning school. And if you mean to tell me you can't jostle a knob... Maybe you're in line for another demotion. To death. By me. Now, if you don't want to get demoted to hell, then I suggest you get over there and fiddle that door. Fine. See? It's locked. Hey, Sparky, please. Jumble the flap, please. I can't take the fighting. Just jumble the flap. Now that we've established, it's locked. Oh, hey, fellas. Welcome to Kaliningrad Station. Sorry I was in the bathroom. Boy, you were turning as ornery as a half-open can of surströming. I was taking a mean Skarsgård and had to cut it short. Uh, to answer your bellicose questioning, indeed, we are of an open. See? You moron, you were schooled by a Nazi. Ha <laughs> ha, I am not a Nazi, I am Finnish. Same side in the war, but like in a flirty Italian way. So anyway, you fellas want some tang? Boy, howdy do I. Put a hundred million dollars on pump three and a couple tang. You got a bathroom key? Here you go, and if you're looking for toilet paper, stop. Use the community bailing. Grazny, I have something I'd like to talk to you about. Sure. Comrade, you know how much I like to uh, toss the old pigskin from tonsil to tonsil. It's of a dangerous topic. Mutiny. Like uh, criticism? Th that's scrutiny. Uh, like lamb meat? No, that's mutton. I'm talking we're going to form a cabal. Uh, lamb meat? That's a kebab. Enough of this. Grazny, I'm turning against the captain. Oh, in which direction? Just hand me that crowbar. You've trapped him in the bathroom? Oh, I get it! Mutiny! Indeed, Grozny. Indeed. I'm in charge from now on. How about that door on the inside? Sure was convenient. What's with that crowbar? Anyone else smell lamb meat? Captain, it's mutiny. I should have known. Grozny! I knew I couldn't trust you. Th no, it was me, Captain. Me. Don't be cute. You couldn't pull something like that off. It takes a real man to jimmy a door handle. You've got the backbone of a sea jelly. No, 
what are they called? The sea jellies, the blobby fish things? It's a blobfish, but not a blobfish. It's, but it is a blob, and it is a fish. I have had more than enough of your buffoonery, your inability to command, your complete lack of knowledge about the mission. Look it up in the gas-powered encyclopedia. Hit the throttle and take that bad boy all the way to Jay. I need to know what this spineless fish is. No! No more dumb diversions. No more wasting government money. We are men of science. Diplomats representing the greatest in human achievement. How you or anyone like you could have ever managed his way to becoming a captain is beyond me. But removing you, that's well within my power. Hold on. You didn't say captain at the end of that. What is this, some kind of mutiny? Mutiny or murder. Whatever gets rid of you and all the embarrassment you've caused this mission. Well, fine then. As much as you may be my foil, I'm a master of one. Okay, boys, just fueling up the toaster and you're good to go. Add a couple of swords onto our bill and then grab us some. Darkly, darkly, here you go, two schmords. Have at you! Bring it on! Let it be decided! So it is! Check, please! Are they always like this? Talented, yes, angry, no. Sure is a lot of backflips. I feel there is no need for the cars. They're making good use of the climbing wall. Oh, and there it is! A perfect flying limber! I've seen one before. Oh my god, do you see that? What? Sparky has again. The captain's been hit. Ah, indeed. Ah, thank God for that pocket constitution. Once they make their way through the fairgrounds, they'll be back here. What a sequence. I've never seen such action. Damn you, Sparky. You put up a good fight. I'm motivated by justice. Going off your heart? It's just ice. Personally, I'm motivated by this fist. Yeah, Missed me. And now I've got the higher ground. And this gun. And both swords. Say goodbye, Captain. The whole universe is about to get a lot brighter. Tire plus hat equals smush! Smens! But how? Your poster is full. Of courage. Captain's Log Smens, our valiant calculator, once again saved the day. If it weren't for Smens, I'd be dead over 70 times over. 70 plus what now, Captain? Indeed, Smens. Indeed. Captain's Log continued. The dry wit of the crew has once again lifted my spirits. Well, anyway, after throwing Sparky's body into the trash, we managed to lift off from this desolate moon. As we hurtle back toward the Earth, a.k.a. USA planet, I wonder if we really lost anything at all. And what did we learn from this? Perhaps nothing. Or perhaps that America and American ingenuity will always triumph over whatever it is that has happened. My suggestion for this red planet, maybe add a little white and blue. Grozny, set a course for Earth. Captain, what about the old Russian man? Huh? Oh, that loose end? Throw him in the airlock. 
but... And remember to hit the end. You can't see it, but I winked. Well, listeners, now that we've returned to our earthly bounds and to the present era, I wonder if we can glean any lessons from that far-off future and that farther-off planet. Maybe it's that we're really all the same. Or that maybe our closest friends, when mistreated, could become our greatest enemy. But I think that what we really should focus on is that that was one fine piece of writing. By me. That's right. This one was done by yours truly. How do you think it got green-lighted so quick? Well, it's like I always say. First draft, last draft. Get it out the door. Tune in next week with an old can of sardines as a Christmas Carol-style nightmare, but instead of Christmas, it's something spooky. Or an alternate reality, or something. Was the Christmas Carol a dream? I have to confess, I'm not nearly as good at writing as all the writers I've fired. I hate typing. That's why I never write anything down. Yes, listeners, this one came right off the old dome. Next week may be a rerun.